Bro. Welcome to a brand new edition of Nerd Thug Radio. Right here on 104.5 or 6.1, the sister stations. Streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. As always, you can check out Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. And we are hanging out here on a glorious, glorious Friday. And this is Corey DLG with me as usual, little brother Nico. Hey, that's me. So it's Friday, uh, 2 o'clock, which means we are at Comic Conroe, which you are on your way to as you hear this. Right. Yet it's again, Nerd Thug Radio. direction. That's right. Slam on your brakes. You turn on the freeway right now. Trust me. It's cool. Um, probably don't do that, actually, but it's, I mean. We're not recommending it. However, it is not off the table. Right. Listen, if... Your Alexa tells you to do it. You'll probably do it anyway. So, um, once again, Nerdthug Radio has found a way to defy the laws of time and uh, space, and we're bringing you this episode while we're somewhere else completely without microphones in front of us. That's right. I am a time traveler. I'm not saying burn Nico at the stake, but one of us is a witch. You know, I always thought about like. The stupid Salem witch trials and how like wrong or awful or how petty they got. <laughs> um, there I was saw, like a riddle one time. It's like I guess it's supposed to be funny. It's like how many witches were burned at the stake in Salem, and it was like zero, zero, something. Yeah, there but, uh... <laughs> there was one where it was uh, it was like the only like public squishing where like they basically got like this old man. And they accused him of being a witch or studying witchcraft or whatever the, the accusation was. And they took like a board on top of him and just slowly filled it with rocks. Well, wasn't and, there like, supposed to be some sort of, and I'm not saying that logically it's right, but wasn't there supposed to be some sort of like weird magical test to it? Or am I just I'm completely wrong? Well, like they were supposed to, but this is, this is the only recorded one. And when they put the rocks on him, they're just like, "Will you talk now?" And he just kept saying more until he died. I mean, that's one way to do it. Like, listen, keep throwing the rocks on. Like, what? What are we talking about, bro? This test is for for weaklings until it's not until you <laughs> die from it. But yeah, what is it, like eight pounds. It ain't nothing. Keep going. Oh, what is this? Two hundred. Please get these rocks off of me. I don't want to die. Some, some big rocks, Delilah, and then you get squished. Yeah, but they were like all dumb. Like they were like, we if we tie lead weights to a to a witch and we throw her into the ocean, if she's not a witch, she'll float back up. It's like no, anyone will sink and die. No, I think that was sort of the test. Like if you sink and die, then you weren't a witch. No, because then they'd be in the wrong. Right, but who? I mean, you know, that's justice. Justice. I'm not sure. This is for America. America's got some weird. <laughs> like, hey, remember, remember that, remember that very important time in our culture when we we used to accuse people of witchcraft and torturedly uh, kill them in various ways. I believe yeah, that was the 1950s weird. because yeah, that was I the second that. time. That was the second time we did it. I distinctly remember uh, that show, Sabrina, the the housewife witch or whatever it was called. What was that one called? I married a witch or something? I don't know. I thought you were talking about communism. Oh yeah, that too. 
McCarthy was talking about sure they were finding yeah. witches. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, talk- it was on TV. They were like, she would wiggle her nose. Beep, 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 beep. Like, Those uh, were real witches, too. They filmed them. <laughs> In front of a live studio audience. Right. Listen, if there's one thing I can trust for sure, it's my eyes on the television. So, TV has never lied. It's what President Harrison Ford taught me. Harrison Ford, the president. Yeah, he was president in 1991. I saw him on Air Force One. I mean, what more proof do I need? Like, that's the that's the planet of the apes. Like, we discover it's been like we were the aliens the whole time. <laughs> so I saw a meme the other day that was like, it's a picture of the planet of the apes, Statue of Liberty, the scene where he's there in front of it, and he's like, "You filthy apes," and uh. Um, He's he's standing there. That's not what he says. There. I know that. Uh, but when he's standing there at the Statue of Liberty, he's freaking out. But the caption was like, um, actually, they never explained in any of the movies how they managed to steal the Statue of Liberty from Earth and put it on their monkey planet. <laughs> and I was like, good point. Good point. We didn't. This didn't go over our heads at all. <laughs> I too am very smart. <laughs> That's all right. I've had conversations today with people who don't understand how government works, sir. I mean, I mean, I don't understand how government works. I spent a whole two years doing it. I don't know. It blows my mind the things that people don't know. Are you watched so on Facebook? Like everyone? Uh, oh no, I don't. I I cease to I cease to I cease to use uh, any social media because it, it causes active brain rot. <laughs> Well, apparently, and I don't, and I didn't know this, and I, and I, and I had the conversation with the only person that I have these not. I have one friend that I still Facebook argue with because it's out of love. It's not a. I'm not going to change his mind. He's not going to change mine. It's just, it's more of a comparison of ideas. And we're going to yell at each. We're going to yell at each other, and then at the very end, be like, "All right, I'll see you later." <laughs> All right, talk to you later, buddy. But uh, apparently, it's it's Nancy Pelosi's fault uh, that the <laughs> insurrection on January sixth got into the Capitol. and because yeah, she's a witch, obviously. Right, she's a witch, obviously. Somehow it's directly her fault, uh, and they were understaffed and under uh, underfunded. Also, apparently, is directly her fault. And they... Again, uh, again witch, duh, right, obviously. Duh, obviously. And she's going, and now they're like, so she gets to lead it? She was in charge of the insurrection happened. She didn't give them the tools to do the job, and now she gets to investigate them. And I was like, how do they stuff works? Like, what? <laughs> really, anything I don't understand is witchcraft. <laughs> That's, it's really a better answer. Because I was like, the Speaker of the House doesn't have these, like, magical oversight powers that you're granting her. Like, where, where was she involved in any of this? <laughs> they're, like, taking her and hiding her, and she's yelling directions while they're doing it. Like, what? A... <laughs> Yeah, indeed. It was all communicated telepathically with her witch powers. Right. I have here a Pelosi email from 302 during the insurrection. Like, what are we talking about? Clearly, this Twitter post has more information than you're letting on. (laughs) That's right. A date and time. I'm also blown away by the fact that there was a person literally standing outside who said, let's go down there together. But apparently, it's Nancy Pelosi's fault. Yep. 
<laughs> she's the one that told that guy to say that. Yeah, she's the she's the one who encouraged Donald Trump to hold a rally outside the Capitol while they finalized the election. That and was his mistake. Said, when he said, "Let's walk down there together," and then he went into his office and they walked down there alone. That was her fault, also. Yep. <laughs> I was like, I was like, how did she get blamed for all of this? <laughs> I would like I would hate to be in modern politics at this point. Yeah, I mean it's it's so terrible anyways. Like you just do it you just do it for the sick healthcare benefits and then dip out. Yeah, you were you were saying the other day like their their retirement's pretty sick too, and it really is. Like if you if you're a senator for one term, you get full retirement and health benefits for life. So that's good. Right, yeah. And if That's you make good. it all the way to if you make it all the way to president, you never have to drive and you get a private security force the entirety of your life. Uh and a budget for an office for the rest of your life. See, like like it might just be worth it for the perks, like and a pension for the rest of your life. Right. That's what I'm saying. Because they're actually having conversations right now. Uh I guess if you're super in love with Trump, cover your ears. There's a chance he might go to jail. And right now, like, newspapers and stuff are asking legal scholars, will he take Secret Service with him? And will he still be paid a pension? And, like, things of this nature are still relevant. Will he still get the office funding? Like, we don't know the answer to these questions because it's never happened before. Right. (laughs) Can you imagine if... So right now, there's the Trump Organization specifically is facing federal charges... The CFO is apparently negotiating a plea deal uh, right now, like currently. If that's the case, he can only be pleading about somebody more important than him, and he's the CFO, so there's not a lot of folks left. Um, If that's the case, there is a possibility, a likelihood, keep in mind the federal government has a clearance rate of something like 95%. Um, (laughs) Again... Isn't it just a little bit weird that the people we put into power get to decide their <laughs> their laws and pay and pension and insurance? <laughs> it's like vacation days, all of it. Like, am I the only one who's like, they should have a say in zero of those things? What do you mean? They're all witches, though. No, not all of them. Only the ones we don't like. What do you mean? I thought they were all witches, and that's how they got such a sweet gig. No, it's just it's just when you put people who make their own rules in front of the thing and you're like they're like, All right now, you're gonna be totally fair, right? And it's like, Yep, absolutely. Yeah, All right, for sure. so you can I definitely take, am. So you can so you can go back to normal society and be a thing. Uh, can I have free retirement health care for the rest of my life? No. Actually I already voted yes, so I don't yeah. actually need you. <laughs> I, I actually voted yes on that. Yeah, I pushed the yes button over here. Oh, everyone did? Oh, look, we have a bipartisan agreement. Look at that. Yeah. The only thing we can agree on is giving more money to ourselves. <laughs> can we shorten the work week to Ford? Oh, everyone pushed yes again. That's weird. Huh. All right. Okay, Actually, so now I... gun control. Oh, no, no. We're back to fighting again. No. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, 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 no. No. Like, clearly the only way to get things done is just to just bribe them into oblivion, right? <laughs> I do sort of miss the old day when people would negotiate for uh, – for pork projects and the bills like i don't i can't think of anything specifically while we're talking about it but like a hypothetical let's say we're building uh let's say we appropriate uh a hundred million dollars for cancer research 
but there's like four Republican votes that we need. And all of a sudden, each of them is getting a hospital built in their home state. It's like, oh, oh, that's weird. Where, where did fifteen million of that hundred billion dollars come from and go to hospitals in those four states? Oh, they, oh, okay, that's why they voted yes. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it was like when um, when Obama when Obama was working on Obamacare, at one point he before they I think they passed like a budget measure type thing, but before they did that. He actively was shopping for four Republican votes. It was basically saying, like, you can add anything you want to this bill. <laughs> and nobody took him up on it. Like, I miss those days. Like, you didn't have to get everyone, but if you just got the four you needed or the five you needed. It's it's almost like we're bargaining. It's almost right. like it's a trade. Well, and what's weird is you can, like... You can see divisions in the polit like so obviously not all Republicans all agree on the same thing. Not all Democrats all agree on the same thing. You can see where they group when they when they work on stuff. Like sometimes Mitt Romney and Susan Collins will get together and work on something. And you'll be like, okay, well obviously there's a faction of Republicans that are more moderate than extreme. Just like in every political spectrum, there's gonna be moderates and extreme. That's why they call it a spectrum. <laughs> Correct. So like ideally there's gotta be something you could give those guys. And it's not like the Democrats would be against it, uh, you know, if it meant something would actually happen. Uh, <laughs> but what we do now is, like, we got to backdoor everything with 50, 50 and a half votes because, like, nothing works anymore. How is this witchcraft? It's just witchcraft. That's all it is. It's terrible. The answer is get elected, do nothing, and then get a sick, sick pension and health care for the rest of your life. Well, That's really... This is really the long con, guys. That, it really is at this point. Well, and, and it's sort of disappointing because the last two times a Democrat was elected, literally the, the Republican like lead Senate guy came out and goes, yeah, we're not going to cooperate no matter what they want. It's like, what if they offered literally exactly what you wanted? No. No. Well, they wouldn't because do that. That's why. Well, but really, so to me, what was surprising is if when history looks back, they're going to say that Obama – was incredibly moderate in the things that he actually put in front of Congress. Like there was a jobs bill that people actually Democrats criticized him for because it was almost a word for word um, model of the of the Reagan era's job bill. Keep in mind, I use the R word Reagan, and he's, none of the Republicans <laughs> and none of the Republicans voted for it. He was fake. <laughs> he's only president in the timeline where we have Superman. <laughs> there was a key and pill episode where <laughs> they're sitting down for like a breakfast and they're like and and key uh key does like a really good you know he does the the obama impersonation mm-hmm. and uh there's no it's short and peel that does it and they're sitting there talking for a second and obama's like listen i'm really excited about being president we're going to set a new agenda. And he does like the opposite talk because <laughs> they're like, we're not excited for anything. And he's like, oh, okay. And he was like, we think that the rich should pay less taxes. And the Republicans are like, no, 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 no. They should definitely pay more. And he was like, okay, we'll raise the taxes on the wealthy. You, you really got us there. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he does it like three times before finally the Republicans go, wait, what just happened? <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> they were like no definitely not and he was like okay we'll raise the taxes you 
you really won that round. Congratulations. <laughs> it's just so stupid. But I really feel like someone could do that at this point. Like, all you got to do is convince someone that you're doing the right thing. I don't, I don't think that's actually come up lately. Not the right thing. What they want. <laughs> yeah, the thing they want. Yeah. Oh, man. Are you getting nervous about the uh, rates, the the virus rates? I mean, look, it, I, I've said this since day one of anything ever. In time, we will tell. And if we have to, if the world ends a second time, I, I, I can't, I can't say anything. Do you think we're going to go back into a lockdown? I like at this point, like, no, but like, I'm not excluding it from being a possibility. I don't, I, I can't say it's not a possibility at this point. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I, I don't know. I mean, but I think like a like twelve to twenty percent chance it could happen. I think those are pretty fair odds. Like we're we're starting to raise like the the alert levels and all that around the country now. Um, I don't know what's like. I don't know. Texas stopped caring a long time ago. So Texas really I, did. Like Texas I checked stopped, out. Bro. I stopped caring a long time ago too. <laughs> Texas checked out a long time. Well, just as a like as a state culturally, we've sort of checked out of a lot of like national issues. It's because we're the greatest country on the planet, dude. We're the greatest country in the country. That's what we tell people. Nah, uh, I'd, I'd like it more if we could keep the lights on. Look, small hiccup. We're fine. <laughs> small hiccup every couple of months. Don't worry about it. Like, we're to the point now where a Transformer can just blow out every once in a while, and there's no, like, see you later. Speaking of which, one did blow out of my house not that long ago. That's what I'm saying. Like, they can just, they just go out now. Like, <laughs> they just go out now because the grid is so overtaxed. All summer long, like, they're sending out releases where, like, hey, we're running pretty hot today. Can you guys maybe turn some stuff off? And, you're, and people are like, no. They're like, yeah, it's hot. That's the point. <laughs> the number of posts I saw of like, and granted, I was one of them. I didn't make a post about it, but I was I still felt the same way. Of people who were like, uh, no ERCOT, I will not turn down my uh AC because I pay for it. And it's like, yeah, you do until they turn it off on you. Because yeah, you I was definitely say- wanted this deregulated power grid. I was going to say, do you hear the, do you hear about the story where like some people, uh, because they had like the smart thermostats that it was adjusting on its own. Yeah. It's like, man, don't you just love technology? I hate it. Oh, it's so creepy. Oh, get out of my life. <laughs> well, I, um, I, I saw one of those viral videos the other day where the hacker is, I've seen it a million times where the hacker is, he's the good guy and he's telling a guy over his like home security system. That like someone released all of his passwords on a on a on a hacker website, mm-hmm. and he's like, so right now anybody who wants to can like log in and monitor your cameras and log into your email and your banking and everything, blah blah blah. And he's like, oh, thanks, man. That's really creepy. And the guy's like, so you can see me right now, and he's like, no, I'm running Linux, so I don't I didn't access the cameras. But I'm just sending and receiving the data packets of audio, and I could hear you moving around your house. Disgusting. I'm hurt. 
Good news, bad news. I'm the good guy. I'm inside your home. <laughs> it's like the least. Uh, it's like the. Uh, it's like the least helpful thing ever. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he was the good guy, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm a white hat hacker with a Canadian anonymous group." And like he told him, he's like, "You really need to go in and change your passwords." He's like, "You'll never hear from me again." I just want you to know this before it got out of hand on your part. Like it's a bad like, guy could really get in and mess you up. Blah blah blah. That's uh, that happened uh, with the the big identity leak from who's Equifax from like a couple of years ago. Oh yeah, it was one of them. Yeah, it was Equifax, um, and then they settled with nobody. Yeah, not only did they settle with nobody, they set up like a thing that's like to to like change your passwords or like. It was like to see how like if you were affected or not. Yeah. Uh but like the website was really long and like one of hackers' favorite things to do is to say like if a website's like super long they just change one URL. Letter. Yeah, they change yeah. one letter. And yeah. it was this guy that was like, Equifax, get your life together. People are losing their information a second time and then it would kick you to the Equifax site. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that one, like the Department of Justice let him off with such a slap on the wrist. They, the, they were like, okay, you have to pay everybody who you screwed over. And they were like, okay, we'll set aside money to pay everyone back. And so many people signed up. They're like, we're not, we don't have to pay anybody back. Too many people signed up. <laughs> what? It's like the, it's like the, uh, it's like the, it's like the economic rule on like taxes or whatever. It's like if they're too high, no one pays them. And if they're too low, you get nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they let him off with such a low amount of settlement that there was no like once every and here's the thing is Equifax affects everybody and Equifax was like oh you could sign up for three years of free monitoring it's <laughs> like I don't yeah, want you to like, monitor it you got hacked yeah you're the reason I would need the monitor <laughs> right can you imagine like if corporations were people which the, they technically are in terms of they, voting. Right. But like if they were people in terms of like a face for a news story. Oh, can you yeah. imagine they're interviewing the Equifax guy and he's and like the guy on 2020 is like, yeah, but your security was hacked. And, and he's like, yeah, OK, so someone hacked us. But this time we're going to monitor your data for free. And it was like, but didn't you already have our data because you're running credit reports? Not because anyone gave it to you, but because you appointed yourself as the watchdog of credit? Well, yeah. So no one ever asked you to do that, right? Well, technically no. And now you got hacked and everyone's information is out there on the internet. Well, yeah. But you don't want to pay people for that. You want them to sign up for your monitoring service. Well, yeah, they got to stay safe. Yeah, I mean, someone's got to monitor it. Who better than me? I know what to look for. <laughs> I'm already here. <laughs> <laughs> like, the whole thing is so stupid on its face. It could only be American. Love it. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you hear things out loud and it just blows your mind. And you're like, this is what, this is normal? This is how, right now, credit karma is setting up a product where you can bank with them now. Should we be banking with a credit reporting agency? Does that seem like a good idea? The, uh, this Again, this is, a, this is a reason why I left eBay. The amount of personal information 
<laughs> that like is just out there for no reason at all. But doesn't it also seem like, let's say I'm a Credit Karma banking customer. Doesn't it seem like now Credit Karma has a vested interest in my successes and failures credit-wise? I mean, yeah, probably. Let's say they have the loan for my house. Let's say I, because they're a bank now. So this is how banks make money, by loaning it out. Let's say uh, I bank with them. I then do my home loan through them and my car loan through them. So now they're holding like $20,000 or $240,000 worth of debt for me, okay? Wouldn't it be in their best interest to make sure I have enough money to pay my notes? So wouldn't they then be inclined to give me a higher credit score so my interest rates are lower so that I have more money to pay on my notes? Look, I don't even understand credit in general, but I think you're right. Or it could be just witchcraft. <laughs> like it feels like they would have suddenly a massive incentive to defraud the public for their benefit with my money. I mean, yeah, but I mean, what bank hasn't been doing that? <laughs> cough, well, cough, far, cough, go. <laughs> I'm sorry, did you, were you choking on something there? Yeah, a, a, a horse carriage. <laughs> That's probably the funniest thing you've said all year. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, Credit Karma literally has billboards up right now because they're – listen to this. If you bank with them or if you give them money to have a card with them, a debit card, or even I think a credit card. I'm not sure about that one. They're selectively paying for purchases you make on the card right now. What does that even mean? They're just buying stuff for you? Yes. As this an incentive is... to open accounts with them. This sounds like a this sounds like a deal. I might need to I might need to go with, with credit yeah. karma and sell yeah. my personal information for product. <laughs> Here's the trick. Credit karma already has your personal information. <laughs> yeah, this is nothing new. <laughs> They're the ones who help you look at the credit reports. Again, it's all a big dumb circle. Like I don't understand how this works. How is this legitimate? How is it legal? Remember, we used to get mad when the banks and the investment banks were the same thing. Now we're letting the credit reporting agencies and the credit monitors become banks? It seems they have a little bit more information than what would be told normally. (laughs) If we were worried about stocks and banking getting mixed up and people losing their money there, are we not concerned about fraud at all with guys who are in charge of telling everyone else how good our credit is? If they're holding our money? Nah, not at all. Nothing could possibly possibly go wrong here. We've got to be the dumbest country when it comes to how we set stuff like this up. Uh... We've got to be absolutely idiotic. Like, okay, I think Mexico is dumb in the sense that they let the cartels kind of creep into everything and now they can't do anything about it like because the cartels are in everything. Mm Mm-hmm. When they could have stopped it at any time early on. Like, if in the very beginning, if they just arrested the first guy who took a bribe. You know what I mean? Like, it would have been way different. But instead, the first guy took a bribe, and everyone was like, yeah, it's no big deal. It's just a little bit of extra money. Everybody's poor. And the next thing you know, everyone was taking bribes and going like, well, yeah, but we all take bribes. And now there's no, like, now there's nothing. Like, you can't even, 
if you run an anti-corruption campaign, you are murdered in your in the capital of your hometown. Like, <laughs> yeah, in front of everyone. Yeah, they put your head on a stick and they send Polaroids to the rest of your family. Like, are you sure you're anti-corruption? And obviously, the answer would be yes, but not out loud. <laughs> There's a hundred dollar bill taped to the back of it. Yeah. <laughs> are you with us or against us? Thanks for the money. Appreciate. See you next Christmas. Like, I mean. <laughs> Oh, this is real nice. Ooh. Oh, oh, this is an American hundred dollar bill. Oh, it's got the hologram. Um, uh, def- American money do have holograms. I definitely think like we set ourselves up for these incredible institutional failures. That if you say it out loud at any point, it sounds stupid. Yeah, like I still don't, the stock market is all fake money, anyways. Well, that's, I mean, honestly, that's why I've completely just moved away from even, like, the idea of putting, I putting your money there for retirement to me is, is now just totally asinine. If you want to do it for investment to, like, grow your money, fine. But even financial experts at this point have called the era of 401k an absolute collapse. Like, yeah, because it was just, it was a prank, bro. It was never even supposed to be a retirement plan. It was supposed to be, like, one leg of a retirement structure, and it became the only leg. It very quickly became the pogo stick, which is not very helpful. <laughs> That's a pretty accurate way of putting it. Although I still get blown away when I see these Wall Street bets posts. Like just once, I want one of those guys to secretly message me and tell me like the six secret investments they're about to make, where they where they go seven hundred to eight hundred k in thir- in thirteen days. Yeah, and then like, and then you get like the flip side where. Uh... You get people literally screaming on the internet because they've lost $600,000 in fake money they never even had. Oh, God. I watched this one guy, like, fall up. I, well, two. One guy was wearing a wolf mask. Mm-hmm. Get it? Because he was the wolf. Uh, and he lost, like, it was something like 80 grand, like, in the span of, like, the 48 seconds. It just kept getting worse, 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 and worse, and worse, and worse, and worse. And he he couldn't, like, he was getting sick in the mask. That's horrible. He was, like, you could just hear him, like, moaning. Like, the, the one I'm referencing is there's a, it was when the, when Bitcoin crashed a couple, oh, uh, a couple weeks oh. ago. Yeah, that and he, good. Yeah, it is just, it's just him, like, throwing, throwing junk off his desk and, like, like, you can, like, hear the strain and, like, the cries in his voice. <laughs> And he's like, oh, I stole my money. Oh, and you're like, I, I feel genuinely bad, but also, like, you put your money in fake internet money. Yeah, like, uh, to me, all that stuff, you've got to keep cashing out, like, bits of it. Otherwise, it's not worth it. Like, I, right, like I told yeah. you, the Dogecoin made a car payment for me. And then at that point, I didn't care what happened after that. Like, grow or shrink, it at least has already, I'd already made a physical thing off of it. So, like... Now, granted, I did have a number in my head that if it ever got to, I was immediately cashing out and I was done with life. Like, island and fat tan boy forever. Um, but beyond that, I like, yeah, it's okay. It's fake money. Like, it's not real until you cash out. Right. It's all, and it's all fake anyways. And also, you know, this is, this is the, the gambler's mentality of just like, it, as soon as you put it in, Assume it's gone until it comes back to you. Exactly. Exactly. With that Dogecoin, I never put in anything more than like 10 bucks at a time into it. And it just kept growing. It was like someone who was watering and singing to that bad boy. Like it just kept growing. Right. 
and you know never never this is just this is just not again not a financial expert i don't claim to be but a good a good method is just if you're gonna put your money in something just assume it's gone until you get it back that's fair all right we're gonna jump out to a break we come back we got a little bit left of nerd thug radio The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is a wonderful store located right there on 1488 in Conroe that sells comic books, gaming cards, gaming accessories, board games, as well as all kinds of fun, nerd-assorted accessories. This is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, just reminding you that if you're interested, and if you're bored, if you got some free time, if you wanted to go hang out at an interesting or fun place, The Adventure Begins should be an option you consider. Everything from D&D Adventurers League to miniature painting uh, to even competitive card play and even competitive gaming events. All those things occur at The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and more. Interested parties should absolutely check out the Facebook page for more information. This is Rudy Townjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio right here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations, streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Uh, make sure to tune in to our third episode of Uplate with Nerd Thug Radio this Saturday at 11 p.m. on 6.60 a.m. Uh, if you just want to check out the Facebook page, we're going to have an event evite out there in the world for people to see. Make sure you check it out and hang out with us. We're going to have a great time. Uh, we have special guests, the creators and st- well, creators and also creator in Dimension Comics. Ooh, I didn't know how to say that because one of them created Dimension Comics and one of creator them creator of and creator in. Yeah, yeah. See, it's awkward, right? <laughs> anyway, Jay and John are going to be here. It's going to be great. Um, both J names. Yes. They're called it J Dimension Comics. <laughs> yeah, it's. You have to wait outside now. <laughs> Look, I can't. I can make. I can make my best and worst jokes back to back in the same episode. It's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Well, because you just did. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I double check my <laughs> promo emails. Definitely a credit karma promo email. I get all like because I'm on a lot of press lists. I get like crazy promo. Like anytime a company starts up, I get like stupid stuff from them. And yeah, credit Credit Karma. If you have a debit account with them, they're doing some sort of contest right now, where they are paying debit purchases up to five thousand or fifty thousand. I didn't really read it that carefully. Either way, <laughs> those are wildly nuts. different sums of money. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's all a bribe for you to give money to somebody who shouldn't be getting your money. I mean, it's fair. <laughs> I don't understand how that's not criminal. I I don't. The whole thing. The whole thing's weird, dude. Well, the fact that credit reporting didn't exist until the 80s it also makes me feel like when people try to like when older people give younger people the lecture about how to spend money or you know in my day it's like in your day nothing existed the way it exists now like yeah. shut the, up. the credit card wasn't invented until like the 50s right it's like and it was nowhere near what it is right now <laughs> well like i had a conversation with my mom one time where she was like would you take out a would you take out a, a a credit card you pay it it's just that's how I was raised and I was like yeah but credit didn't mean to in y'all's time what it means now like when my parents bought the first house that we all lived in it was 1982 um I was born in 83 in that house like it's not the same 
think. No, I think no, 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 no. Correction. They bought it '85 because Jenna was born in there. I had lived in Huntsville for a little bit because I remember that chain link fence. Um, what an odd thing to like pick out. I I have I have very weird. So, you know what? Your first house had a pool. Maybe that's why you love pools so much. I wish. I wish. It did. There's a picture of you in it. Uh, no, that wasn't our house. Uh, uh, somebody else's house of the pool. Yeah, we didn't. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so either way, I dude, I love pools, bro. I can't. I I tell you what, man. <laughs> you did. You did. In fact, come into my room, and you're like, you want to go to the pool? And I was like, no, I'm exhausted. <laughs> and I cried in the living room for an hour because you said no. Um, yeah, I do have weird memories though of like growing i uh so huntsville is where my parents met and got married and they lived near the military base that's that's out that way uh lots of people in uniform and things of that nature and i was obsessed with gi joe so like i would i would salute them and 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 like call all of them gi joe and my mom would be like you've got to stop doing that like it's embarrassing me i'm like i'm hanging out i'm high-fiving firefighters and officers because i was like yeah, man, no one's half the battle because I was the like the world's most excited two year old by all of that. The absolute legend. Uh, but but then we we moved into the the haunted house. Spooky um, edition in, in the haunted area on, uh, near old Indian ground that was probably stolen by the Germans who built Old Town Spring. Ooh, <laughs> if you go to Old Town Springs, little historical museum. There's a lot of pictures of the Germans building on this land, and there's a lot of mention that there were Indians nearby, but they kind of gloss over what happened in the exchange. That's never a good sign. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, and the Indians were always close by. And it's like, yeah, I'm sure that went really well for everybody. I'm sure. Right. I'm sure everyone was just fine and very friendly and absolutely no racism or murder or death or... right. And thievery happened at all. And Spring popped up as a town because it because it was a they needed a railroad stop in this part of Texas. So I'm sure with the railroad being involved, there were no troubles at all. Well, yeah, none <laughs> whatsoever. Uh, before we get too more into historical local atrocities. Uh, why don't you tell everybody about The Adventure Begins, comics, games, and more? Ah, The Adventure Begins, comics, games, and more. A fantastic store right there off of 1488. Uh, you don't need a mask if you want to come inside, although feel free to wear one if you want to be a little bit more safe. They also have delivery and curbside options available. I got events rolling up here. Today, I got Crisis uh, Protocol back. Jason's been begging me to get involved in that. Is that the uh, the Marvel game, right? Yeah. Yeah, the Marvel minis, right? You should paint those too. Where you paint the pieces, yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> I now have a paint set. I'm now painting Warhammer, so I know what you mean. Ooh. Uh, you know what Jason means. I don't want to paint anything. That's fair. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> right. That's today. At 6 p.m. is the Star Wars X Wing casual meetup. Um, uh, July 24th at 2 p.m. at Saturday uh, is the Pokemon meetup. The 24th at 6 p.m. is Hammer Time, more Hammer Tabletop. And Saturday at 6 p.m. is more Magic Time. That is uh, the Commander Meetup. So earlier in the week was the Modern, and Saturday is Commander. 
And you can join us with the Adventure Begins uh, game library right here at uh, Comic-Con Row. That's right. They're going to be there all weekend, running the game room. Come hang out. Uh, I think you can even buy games from them there. Come meet some of the great and wonderful staff that we call our friends. Uh, they're going to be up there all weekend. Um, yes, we got a couple minutes here, I guess, but we got to wrap it up pretty tight, right? Yeah. All right. Um, so first, before we do anything else, I do want to mention it is your birthday this weekend. Happy birthday, buddy. Oh, thanks. You um, You turned 19. Yep. I, I, I turned 23. I can finally get the, the, the Blink song and the Scott Pilgrim memes. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. I'm here. I'm ready. I'm ready for all of it. Um, so remember last week we were talking about how or maybe it was two weeks ago, we were talking about how there's kind of an opening for some really good, like, fantasy comic books. Yeah, like, outside of, like, because, you know, d is bigger than probably it's ever been. And Critical Role has released a couple limited series that are doing well. Um, Reavers went to issue 11. I don't know if they're coming back. or not. I haven't heard if they're coming back. I hope they are. But I don't know particularly that they are. Um... So anyway, I, I went ahead and picked up the new book from Vault Comics, Barbaric. Um, and I got to tell you, it is fantastic. It is absolutely, yes, yeah, from Vault. So I got first issue of Barbaric, and it's great. The premise is he's basically like a super tough BA barbarian. Think Conan, anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just going on his adventures, doing his own thing, killing folk, doing whatever, doing whatever he wants, fighting and drinking and laying with pretty women all over the world. That's all he's doing. It's living the life. Um, while he's on one of his quests, though, he gets betrayed by this is kind of the origin issue here. So I hope you get it anyway. You should get it. It's awesome. But he gets betrayed. A curse gets put upon him. He can now only do good. And the method by which it's enforced is a mythical axe that he carries with him that only he can communicate with. And it talks to him all the time and it tells him who he's allowed to kill and who he's not allowed to kill. That's pretty sweet, actually. <laughs> really good. And it's really funny. And there's a lot going on in it. It's, it's brutal. It's violent. It's hilarious. It's, it's a good comic book it's awesome so i recommend people check it out the first issue if you can find it anywhere it's worth getting if you can't find it you need to go ahead and put it on your pull list and track down the back issue maybe get off comiXology or something um but yeah barbaric issue one it came out last week it's worth checking out oh so it's, it's brand new it is brand new it's that new new it's that new new and they're the, the other main character that gets introduced in this issue, you've already seen pictures of her, images of her, so I'm not revealing anything. She's some kind of mythical person, and she has tattoos of knives on her that she can pull into the real world and use. Oh, that's sweet. I love that. I love the I love like the ink or like like it's more like, than just ink. Yeah, like yeah. I love that. I love that aesthetic. I think it's so cool. <laughs> so it's like, such a like, fun like power. She's like pulling, throwing daggers off of her as she's going and stuff. Like, that's cool. That's just neat. So it's a pretty cool book. Um, so that's, that's where that's, people need to go. 
that's a that's a recommendation if I've ever heard one. Like, I, I want to read it. Give me your comic book story. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All that being said, I want to thank everybody for listening. On behalf of little brother Nico, the birthday boy, and myself, <laughs> the adventure begins, comics, games, and more. Um, this has been Nerd Thug Radio. Same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel. Come hang out with us this weekend at Comic Conroe. Say hi. We're gonna have our own table. We have shirts for sale. We have comic books for sale. Come hang out with us, though. Say hi. Come uh, meet your voice actor f- uh, legends and come hang out with us. We're going to have a great time. Uh, as for uh, this episode, it's over. You can check out Up Late tomorrow, tomorrow night at 11. And Nerdtug Radio comes back 2 o'clock on Monday. Later. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is a wonderful store located right there on 1488 in Conroe that sells comic books, gaming cards, gaming accessories, board games, as well as all kinds of fun nerd-assorted accessories. This is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, just reminding you that if you're interested, and if you're bored, if you got some free time, if you wanted to go hang out at an interesting or fun place, The Adventure Begins should be an option you consider. Everything from D&D Adventures League to miniature painting uh, to even competitive card play and even competitive gaming events. All those things occur at The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More. Interested parties should absolutely check out the Facebook page for more information. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio.